Your CISOs, your chief compliance officers, your chief risk officers, they're looked like as the no police in organizations. I think the risk cloud will be able to empower these users within these organizations to make more strategic risk-based decisions, to take on more strategic risk in organizations, drive better top-line outcomes for them. And this is GRC and Me, where we interview industry thought leaders in governance, risk, and compliance on hot topics, industry-specific challenges, trends, and more to learn about your methods, solutions, and outlook in this space. On today's episode, I'm very excited to share the mic with two of the three founders of LogicGate. We've got Matt Kunkel, CEO, and John Siegler, the Chief Product Officer. Now, if I could only find a way to get Dan Campbell, your genius CTO, on the line, we would really have the triple threat in GRC with us on this podcast today. So welcome to the show, Matt and John. Hey, Megan. Excited to be here at Risk Cloud and GRC today. Thanks, Megan. Be here. Awesome. And when I first met you guys about three years ago, one thing that stands out is that I could immediately see how you were on this journey to disrupt an industry. And... You know, I could call you innovators or pioneers, which is probably both true. But what I respect most about you guys and Dan and the work that you did early on and today is that you look at the market differently and you really are visionaries. You think of things creatively and you think of new categories. So today, I would love to hear about this vision that you have for Logicate and in GRC called the Risk Cloud. So, Matt, we would love to start the conversation with you. Can you share with us? kind of like root us in what the GRC software space has looked like historically and how does a Logicate Risk Cloud really represent a departure from what we know of GRC in the past? Yeah, certainly. I think John, Dan, and I grew up in kind of that historic GRC software space, right, where folks were trying to operationalize regulatory risk and compliance and security programs. And largely it was done in two ways. One was what I will call legacy GRC technology platforms. The problem there is that they were really inflexible. They're very rigid data models, inflexible, long time from an implementation perspective. A lot of services and consulting work went around that. And by the time that they were implemented, the business has changed, meaning the risk and compliance groups and regulatory groups needed to change, meaning the platform was outdated in there. Or they were using point solutions, right? There's a lot of great point solutions out there, but they saw very specific use cases, third-party risk, policy management, internal audit, and they're really hard to integrate with other applications. So you have all of these solutions that are very siloed data around And to run a real holistic GRC program and gain the value and the insights that that provides, you need to be able to link all of that data together. So that was the old world. The world in which we see, in which we envision, and what Risk Cloud empowers and inspires is this new thinking of really agile, flexible GRC solutions and platforms, and really extensible. And that's a key word here is the extensibility of the Risk Cloud platform and what that do does. We'll talk about that a little later. Very user-friendly. How do we aggregate, quantify, and mitigate risk across different key areas in there? I think the big thing that we found from our consulting days is that while a lot of is the same, 
every organization is unique and different. So how do we give folks out-of-the-box applications as quick starters, but then also give them the flexibility to really wrap the technology around where they are on their overall risk and compliance journey or maturity level, not just today, but in the future. The only you know, certainty in life is change. And that's definitely true in business. Businesses will morph and pivot and evolve and change over time, meaning that the risk and compliance and regulator, regulatory groups need to morph and pivot with them. And then the tech needs to morph and pivot with them. And we call that future-proofing. And that's really what the risk cloud allows our customers to do. Great. I've heard you talk about how the risk cloud represents not just a solution, but reimagining what risk is. So can you explain that for our audience? Yeah, certainly. I think, you know, largely the whole industry of risk and compliance and security and regulatory, the ROI, right, the value to the business has largely been about the bottom line. How do we reduce government fines or reduce data privacy fines? How do we protect from data breaches in there and financial and reputational damage that that would do? How do we make sure that if we're giving data to third parties, that that data is protected in here? And then how do we operationalize things, right? How do we do more with less and use technology to make things more efficient? So largely the whole market of GRC, the ROI, is around asset protection. And really we need to move to a thinking and philosophy of not just asset protection, which is certainly important, but how do we use risk to drive better strategic decisions to drive more revenue, more top line outcomes for the business? It's not just about asset protection, it's about revenue generation from a risk perspective. Yeah, that's really interesting. And that's kind of what I think of you guys, like that's visionary. That's a visionary talk track. That is definitely a game-changing type of position that you can put your customers in when they have that, that level of insight. So John, in the market today, we hear a lot about AI and business intelligence as a way to, you know, an innovative way to bolster strategic decision-making. So from a product perspective, what will the risk cloud enable companies really to be able to do? Yeah, we hear a lot of buzzwords in the GRC space sometimes. AI, machine learning, robotic. RPA. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all of it. But oftentimes, you know, our customers aren't seeing the results from those solutions. You know, it's oftentimes they throw that word out there, but what are they actually doing for them at the end of the day? I think for us, risk cloud is really, you know, the concept is pretty simple. How do we arm our customers with the insights they need to be able to communicate to the rest of the organization about risk. So that means placing that in simple terms, taking risk out of that red, yellow, green status and putting it in the language of business. So dollars and cents, how do they communicate that to the rest of the organization? So when you distill it down, it's pretty simple. It's a communication tool that arms them with the data they need. It also is about automation. That's a key part for our customers. How do we allow them, enable them to be more strategic with the decisions they make, with their time, spend it on more strategic activities and less on the day-to-day routine? Who are they following up on? Who hasn't completed an assessment? Who has a mitigation activity open? Let the system do a lot of that work and let them focus on what they're best at. And that's really what the risk cloud is all about, letting them spend their resources where it's best spent. So spending resources in the most valuable space. Matt, what do you think, you know, how would the risk cloud fundamentally change the role of risk officers as we know it, or anyone who manages risks at a company? Yeah, I think the big takeaway here is they're going to have a bigger seat at the table. 
ultimately, I think historically, whether it's your CISO, your chief risk officer, your chief compliance officer, a security officer just hasn't had the same seat at the table as a chief revenue officer, a chief marketing officer, your CIOs of organizations. And these are the quarterbacks, right? These are the quarterbacks of the organization from a risk perspective. So how do we give them the means to aggregate, understand, and mitigate that risk, but more importantly, as John mentioned, be able to communicate communicate what the overall risk posture and profile looks like in the organization to the stakeholders that matter to them, the CFOs, the CEOs, the board, in terms that they understand, dollars and cents, right, in there. So it's really about using risk in tens of thousands of risk data points, aggregating those together to create a clear, cohesive, understanding of the overall risk posture of the organization. And if they can do that, they then have a bigger seat at the table as it relates to how do we drive better outcomes for the overall business? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. And John, what kind of technologies do you think are going to allow the risk cloud to attain its full potential? So whether there are technologies that exist today or emerging, what are you thinking? Yeah, one of the key ones for us is, you know, we made a decision and Dan, our CTO, was critical in this decision is uh, moving away from a traditional relational database early on and moving into a graph database because risk is all about interconnected relationships. Something over here, a control or a policy document might relate to a third party, might relate to a business unit. And being able to tie all of those together, which often do not follow the same hierarchy or have the same structure from company to company, that is critical to supporting the mission that we're on here. So having that graph database technology and the where that's come in the past 10 years, it's at a point where it can support this type of analysis we're looking to do. So that's really the key one is graph database technology. Mm-hmm. So you kind of touched about this with the graph database and addressing the complex data models that exist within GRC. But what else are you thinking that why LogicGate's risk cloud is different from other products? And think of this through the lens of like from a pure user experience. It's on the market right now. Yeah, I think number one is does our product organization value user experience of our customers? And really we do. We place our product and engineering team members in the shoes of our customers. And there, that means that the way that we organize our teams internally, the way we gather user feedback, the way we approach solving problems, the way that those, those folks on those teams are on calls with our customers, just like our customer support and customer success teams, and allowing them to build connections with our customers as well, so that they better understand the problem that we're looking to solve. Because that's really what it's all about is, are we building technology and software that solves our customers' problems? Or are we just sort of sitting, sitting in a back room building something we think is cool? We want to be on the front lines with our customers and solving the problems that matter to them. And the more we're doing that, the better we're going to build the, our offerings and really solve the problems for our customers. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm glad you talk about that. And I had the opportunity recently to interview the info security leader at LogicGate. And he is literally putting himself in the shoes. He is in the shoes of a lot of the folks on this podcast, as well as who are clients of LogicGate. And so learning, I think, through LogicGate using it within their own house, as well as getting the feedback from customers is so vital. So when you're looking at feedback from users or their goals, what do you glean from that? Or how do you look at that? Yeah, we look at the different types of users that might be using LogicGate. So 
and they might have different goals themselves. So our like more administrator type user, they're typically on a risk or compliance team and they're owning that process. And they're often, they might be tweaking some of the logic and configuration rules that are set up. Their goals are different than the business end user that gets sent an assessment once a quarter and has to complete a risk assessment. You know, for them, we just want to make that process as seamless as possible. They get notified, they do their work, they can easily find their work in the platform and really move on with their lives. And then maybe provides them some additional insights that they wouldn't have had if they didn't come into the platform. But for our administrator users, they want the flexibility and power to then get insights off of all that information that's coming back to them. So really breaking those users out separately and understanding their goals and then organizing our teams internally around those types of users. And then lastly, there's also more technical users that use Logicate and might interact with our API. And we look at our API and integrations like a product as well. And how can we build those technology connections? Because really we're looking to centralize all this risk data. And that often means building integrations with other key systems that our, our customers are using, whether it's a, a system like Rapid7 running vulnerability scanning or tools like ServiceNow and getting all that data in one central location so that they can do that uh, data aggregation for their risks. Mm -hmm. Well, and I've heard you both talk about the concept of the risk cloud, and it's not just Logigate's product offering, but it's really a new direction for the future of GRC. So Matt, why do you think that the risk cloud, or why does the risk cloud realize the full potential of the industry? Yeah, I think ultimately it's because risk isn't bad, right? organizations are built on risk takers. They're built on, you know, our country was built on risk taking. Risk isn't bad. And I think often your CISOs, your chief compliance officers, your chief risk officers, they're looked like as the no police in organizations, right? And they get a bad rap. I think the risk cloud will be able to empower these users within these organizations to make more strategic risk-based decisions, to take on more strategic risk in organizations, drive better top-line outcomes for them. And we've seen this happen throughout other departments in organizations. You know, only in the last couple of years has the concept of revenue operations or legal operations or sales operations come about. And these are largely based on the premise of how do we operationalize this, but also how do we use data to drive better strategic decisions in those business units. It's the same thing. The risk cloud enables risk operations within organizations. Well, and you touched on that, allowing them to have data to make better decisions. So how do you think, Matt, the risk cloud could help a, you know, a risk manager today who's listening to this podcast become better at managing day-to-day -day risk? And, you know, what is the ultimate goal, would you say? Yeah, I mean, I think it helps them by providing that visibility, right? That one central location where they can not only understand risk and mitigate risk, but understand what the overall program looks like in the landscape. So ultimately, they can help the organization make more strategic decisions. If you break it down to brass tacks, how it ultimately helps, it's a platform to help risk, compliance, regulatory, and security professionals to understand the total landscape of risk, to drive better strategic decisions, which will ultimately drive better top-line outcomes, not only now and today, but also future-proofing their business because inevitably their business will change, and then their risk programs need to change, and the technology to operate those risk programs need to change. Awesome, well, Matt and John, 
I know that the market is hungry for this level of vision and insights and data, and I'm excited to see where this will go. So thank you both for taking some time to walk us through the journey, the inception of this idea and where the Logigate team is now. So thank you both. Thanks, Megan. All right. This is Megan Fee with GRC and me.